Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello. I thought we were going to have a little intro in there, but it didn't sound like it came on. So I'm your intro and your host. How, how is everyone? Um, my name is Sterling Meyer, and I'm a manifestation specialist welcoming you all to the show. And uh, I want to also give you the, the call-in number if you'd like to call and uh, get any manifestation questions answered. The number is 516-387-1582. And I'll repeat that later on. But again, thank you for joining me on my uh, debut show. I, a little bit about myself. I'm a manifestation specialist. I've been studying this for decades now. I uh, have a company called Get Your Life Now. And I work with all kinds of people, all kinds of every kind you can imagine, and lots of corporations such as Google, Hyatt, Hilton, as well as A-list celebrities. So... I am uh, going to ask you to be a little patient on this show. I'm going to start in a moment, but I am actually looking around and seeing like how, okay, now I know where I'm going to see you when you call in. So I just want to open it up and, and just talk to you about a little bit about why you may be here or why you may be listening. And I think some of you guys, you might be in that corner where you're curious about manifesting and you want to know more, or you've heard about it. Some of you may not even know really what it is. Some of you may be thinking, well, then again, I know what it is, and I've tried it a few times, but I need to know more. I need to understand more. I've read things, I've heard things, I've watched The Secret, whatever, and I just need to know more, and you're in the right place for that. And then there's also maybe a third category where, you know, you're great at manifesting and you've done it before, but you're not sure how you did it or how to continue the process, or you've run into a conundrum in the process and you kind of got stuck. You're in the right place. All of you guys are in the right place. So I want to start, you know, talking about manifesting and I want to start with talking about the fact that Let's look at life, the fundamental aspects of life. Let's boil it down, you know, past those complications and all of those uh, distractions and things that we deal with, like all the things that make up life, right? And we're going to boil it down to the most fundamental aspect of life. What is life and how do we fit into it? Well, life is like this playground, right? And we are these great creators. We get to create with this playground called life and all the things that make up life. We, so life really is like a series of creations and experiences, the experience of those creations. So we create something, we experience it. We create an amazing meal, we experience it. You know, we create a conversation and we experience it. We're creating constantly. We're creating when we sleep. We're turning over cells. We're having dreams. 
We're constantly creating. Everything is creation. So doesn't it behoove us to understand how to effectively create our lives so we can have those experiences and those outcomes and results as we intend? So if we're really great creators, we literally can create an ongoing, consistent life of ideal creations and experiences. And what could be more important? What could be more important in life than understanding how to create an ideal life? And the other thing I wanted to mention is that something that we don't realize is that we think, well, if we just had this, you know, if we just had this thing, then we could have the life we want. So we're always looking outside of ourselves. We're always pointing at, I just have to have this, I got to have that. If I just had this, I have that. And we're also holding everything outside of us responsible for our lives for the way they look and the way they work. However, this is a backwards approach. It's so backwards that all it's going to do is create problems. All it's going to do is create confusion. So we have to turn that perspective around, all right? And we have to realize that we are the ones responsible for everything in our lives, everything. Everything is by exact design, our exact design. However, that exact design may not match your ideal vision, right? So if we take full responsibility for creating everything in our lives, then we actually, that's like the step one in order to create for ourselves is taking on responsibility for creating everything. And it, it, even though it doesn't look like it because we're unconscious, we're unconsciously creating. And that's where it doesn't look like we did that. So, you know, the first thing is really important is at least take on the possibility that we created everything in our lives exactly the way it is by our design, conscious or unconscious. That's definitely the first step. And the second thing to realize is that everything we need is within us, not outside of us. Everything we need. We can create nothing. In fact, I suggest that. I suggest creating from absolutely nothing. Pulling magic and miracles out of a hat. Allowing magic and miracles to just fall into your lap. Not chasing after them. Not trying to force them. But actually allowing them just to show up right into your lap without even having to know who, what, when, where, all those details. I mean, wouldn't that be great? All you have to know, you know, if you know those steps, all you have to know is what your job is and what the universe's job is and be able to distinguish the two. 
And it sure takes a lot off your plate, that's for sure. It's another, it's a completely different way of creating. You know, speaking of creating something from nothing, I remember one of the first times I created something really powerfully from nothing. And that was when I created a black convertible BMW for free. So, yeah, not from money, (laughs) for free. And you know what's even more astonishing is that I was, as I was creating this free car, I said to myself, well, what, what, what about this car that's going to be really important that I want to you know, make sure that I create about this car? Well, I definitely want it to be in pristine condition. You know, I didn't want a jalopy. I didn't want something that was going to be breaking down. I wanted something that was going to be in awesome, perfect condition. I wanted it to have six speakers because I love music. Any of you know me, you know I love music. (laughs) And the other thing I wanted was four seats and all leather seats except for mine. Huh? Yeah. That's what I said to myself. I said, what? Four leather, leather seats except for yours, the driver's seat? Okay, just go with it. This was a big experiment for myself. And guess what? I produced it within two weeks. I had a black BMW convertible with the most amazing stereo system in perfect garage condition with all leather seats, all four leather seats, and my seat was not leather. You know why? Because it came with a seat cover. (laughs) <laughs> you might ask, like, why, why does your seat not, not, you know, why don't you want yours to be leather? Well, because I just don't like hot seats. <laughs> so anyways, that's, that's what happened. And you know, it's so funny because I didn't even know seat covers existed for cars. It wasn't even in my realm of possibility. And it showed up exactly like that. And it was remarkable. It was really incredible. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more. You're probably wondering, well, how did you get this car? How was it free? All right. Let me back up. So I had a car. And it was really breaking down. It was cheap to begin with. It was only $600. And it was breaking down all the time, having electrical issues kept taking it back and I was just really tired of servicing it all the time. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to sell this car. Don't know, you know, how much I'm going to sell it for, but let me just get started on this. And, and then I started researching the car so I could get the specs on the car. And I came across an image of this car. The, the, not the, the exact car, but the exact same make and model and color, everything. It was in a James Bond movie, so I thought that was interesting. I was like, wow, I had no idea. This was an AMC. Like, who, who thinks those are really snazzy cars, right, if you know anything about AMCs? And um, I uh, put that image, a screenshot, in my, in my post. And uh, somebody called me, you know, and, I, and, I, and that also encouraged me, by the way, to put this, you know, 
large figure, if you will, because I thought, hey, you know, maybe there'll be a collector or something looking for something like this. So I, I put that amount, that, that number amount in the, in the ad. And I got somebody calling me immediately. And they said, you know what? Number one, is that car driving? Because mine just blew up on the freeway. And number two, I think it's a really cool car. I will buy it sight unseen for exactly what you're asking for. And he, and he did. So I called up the guy because I had previously seen the, the black BMW and had test drove it. I called him up and I said, okay, I've got some money. I'm ready to buy it. And I, I told him the amount, you know, and he said, oh, my God, that, that's not even the right amount. That's not the right figure for that car. You know, that's the wrong price. It must have made a mistake, but I am in the advertising business and I honor the prices that are, that are mis, you know, mispriced. So I'll give it to you for that. However, that is wrong and I'm changing it right now. That's the wrong price. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know, but it's true story. So, so I, I even thought, are you kidding? Is he pulling it? you know, pulling one over me. And I looked at the ad and sure enough, he had changed it, but he did. He honored that price. And it was for the exact amount that I got that car for. And that's why I say it's a free car because my car wasn't worth anything. It was worth less than what I paid because now it'd been, you know, starting to have age issues, more age issues. And it really wasn't worth anything to me. And I thought, for sure, how am I going to sell this car that I've had for a long time that I bought for 600 bucks and get it a new car, you know, without it costing me any money, additional money? Because I didn't have any. I didn't have any additional money. But, you know, what's interesting is that it was, it was such an incredible experience that I never forgot it. And I also never forgot how I did it. And because I never forgot how I did it, I, from that point on, was able to reproduce creating from absolutely nothing over and over and over, and I never looked back. And you know what year this was? This was, uh, ah, this was like 1998, so it's over 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's, been it's been an incredible incredible journey I've loved every moment of it and uh, let me see I've got a caller here or let's see all right let's uh let's take a call let's see what happens when I press this button okay um let's see all right so listen, while I'm trying to figure this out, here it is. All right. Thanks for being patient with me. Um, I also have a special guest coming on today. And uh, I'm, I'm really thrilled. Let's see if this is, let's see if this is it. All right. So, I'm going to do this to put him on the air. I believe this may be my guest. Let's see. Um, 
All right. So I'm going to just um, continue on right now because I am still trying to figure out the switchboard. But uh, all right. So let's let's begin again about uh, manifesting. I'm going to give you the call-in number again. I'd like to take your calls. I'd love to answer any questions that you have. And that number, again, is 516-387-1582. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hi. Jefferson? Hi. Yes, I've been listening in. How are you? <laughs> You're great. I mean, I'm great. <laughs> I'm just, uh, this is a debut show. So, um, you know, I just uh, was trying to figure out how to answer your call. I'm glad you're here. This is awesome. Um, let me see if I can put you on the air. All right, now we're live. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Jefferson's on the call. Um, say hi, Jefferson. Oh. All right. Are you there? Yes, I am. Could you hear me? Yes. Could you hear me when I introduced you? No, I didn't hear that part, but I hear everything now. All right, great. So I trust that you're on the um, call here. If anyone can... uh, hear us, please send me a note to <laughs> make sure that we're on the air here. And thanks for bear- bearing with me. There was no dry run here. Okay. This was, uh, this is all on the fly. You couldn't have a practice, but uh, I couldn't practice this, but anyways. So um, yeah, I just wanted to um, introduce you Jefferson and Jefferson is, is one of my clients. He's been working with me for, uh, two and a half months, two months, two months. Yeah. Two yeah. Months. Yep. I think yeah, we're just months. starting on our third month. Yeah. So, um, you know, why don't, why don't you share one of you know, share some of your breakthroughs? People love to hear about what you can actually do when you're manifesting powerfully and consciously. So take it away. Thank you, one, for having me on the show. I really do appreciate it. This is actually my first time being on any radio show, so this is pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, welcome. This is really cool. It's, you know, so, I mean, for, for everyone listening, I, I'm, I know if they're like me, you know, before learning about Art of Manifestation, they're probably on one end going, like, that's exciting and that's cool. And on another end, they're going, okay, but, yeah, sounds good. How? And that was in the same space. I oftentimes I'd always ask myself, okay, how does that work? How is that going to happen? Because it looks like this big, tall order, you know, the idea to get what you want out of life and to get it exactly how you want it. It almost goes against everything that we're taught and everything that we tell ourselves most of the time. It's like, uh, I don't know if I can do that, or that's a pretty big thing that you want to do. Are you sure? And for me, I was in that exact same space. When I started learning this system and going through the process, I hadn't really experienced anything like it. So there was, and this is a great thing, there was no preconceived notion of what was or wasn't supposed to happen. And that was really the beauty in it because as everything began to unfold, I started to see a couple days into the process these really significant milestone changes 
not just in my environment, but really about how I was looking at things and how I was feeling about myself in those exact moments. And to go to now, I can say that from the time that I started AOM, Art of Manifestation, to the present, there's a lot of things that I can look back on and say on a list of, you know, maybe 100 different things and not no exaggeration, literally 100 different things. Each of them are different. My relationship with how I handle myself, my relationship with how I handle work, my relationships with just people around me, you know, even small things like negotiating things, going to the store and interacting with people that, you know, you see at the check stand or in the aisles, you know, in the car driving, neighbors, you know, you know on your street or in your building if you live in an apartment. All those things, they just feel differently, and they feel differently in a good way. I've experienced a change that I thought was the most impactful with myself and just how I am with everything that I look, everything I try to do, everything I try to achieve. It is no longer a try. Everything just is, I'm going to do that. Okay, great. Time and the energy to do it. And AOM gives it right back to you exactly how you want it. What's cool about it, though, that was always an eye-opener from day one until now is I'll look at something that I want to do. And I'll, you know, go through what that process is that, you know, I'm sure you can, you know, kind of give everybody insight on. But with AON, there's steps and there's processes. And there's different things that you do to get to a common goal. Some of it is, you know, I call it self-work, work that you do within your own comfortable private space that you work on within yourself. Some of those things you'll do with other people in the world that you live in, you know, wherever that may be, uh, you know, out at work, out at the store, you know, out at the gym, wherever you are. But I found that it all became very clear. I want, as similar to Sterling, I wanted to, I need to get a new car. And I had been needing a new car for a while. I had actually, you know, by choice, went without a car for years. I wanted to save up. I wanted to get a certain car. And I had had my mind wrapped around what that looked like. But I didn't really have a clear understanding of, what that meant. Okay, you want all these things, but what does that mean? What does it mean to you? And so I applied AOM to the, to the letter. I want to get a new car. What is so amazing is that everything kept running these hurdles. It was like, okay, why is this not working here? Why is this not working here? And what I didn't pay attention to, and it was an aha moment that I had, is I had went through the motions to find the car. I found the car I wanted. I went online. I went to the dealership. I looked at the car, drove the car. I did everything I could to get it, and it just seemed like it was not working. But I had already put out to the universe what I wanted in a car, what I wanted it to look like, how I wanted it to feel, what I wanted it to have, what I wanted to pay. And I ended up buying a car that I only saw online. I had not driven it. I hadn't touched it, felt it in person, literally a okay, this looks like it worked. You know what? I guess I can get that. I did it in some respect with a little bit of resistance, which is something that, you know, you'll learn more about. But I did a little resistance because it wasn't the one that in my mind I had made it up to be that I wanted. When I arrived up in San Francisco, because I live in Los Angeles and I went up there to go pick up the car, the car actually, every single thing that I wanted in my list that I had been manifesting consciously and subconsciously, And what was so amazing about it that really had me in shock was that not only did the entire transaction completely work itself out, I literally got on a plane, I flew to San Francisco, 
I gave them the check, I signed, and I left with a new car. The car was a thousand times better than the one that I had initially wrapped my mind around. But what I learned through AOA was it wasn't about that specific one. It was the qualities that I wanted in it. And when I had put that out there to the universe and I manifested that, I got that back in, in a package that was far beyond what I ever saw even for myself. And that's one of the things that's so beautiful about manifesting is that the universe will give you something that's even better than what you expected. The universe so knows what you want yes. more than you do. It, yeah, right? Yes, that's, very that's much so. The, the universe knew I wanted a certain thing, and it gave me that, but a hundred times better than what I had in my mind thought was the ideal quote-unquote fit. And the universe said, nope. Right. That's what I mean by it's like we think we know what we want. And, and the universe will guide you and say, you know what? Because it's almost as if the universe knows that we're working with this, this limitation called, you know, being human or something. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and so we're like, I want this. And it's like it knows that you want something else and it will pull you away, but it will guide you to what you truly want. And then you, when it shows up, then you're like, Oh my God, this is a thousand times better. Like this was outside yes. my realm of what I even knew that was possible because, you know, I'm using my, I don't know, limited human imagination or whatever. Okay. So that's, what's interesting. And, you know, a couple of things that you said there that I really love to, and let me explain for people what AOM is. AOM is an airtight foolproof manifestation process that allows you to completely transform all areas of your life within 30 days with tangible results. So for those of you who have been manifesting and you're not like, you know, and it could be a bit of a daunting, confusing journey. But this system takes all the guesswork out. In fact, if you just follow the steps and you don't think about anything else, but just I followed these steps, really everything starts falling into place. It just simplifies the process so much more. And this is the system that Jefferson is referring to, um, AOM, Art of Manifestation. It's an acronym. And, uh, and another thing, Jefferson, that you said was really great was about relationships, because a lot of people don't realize this, even people who have been manifesting or studying it for so very long, don't realize the importance of relationships, and that we have a relationship to everything. People think of relationships, oh, my husband, my wife, or my mom, and my dad, or my friend, it goes way beyond that. Your relationships. You have a relationship to everything in your world, everything down to your shoelaces, everything in your world. And if you have disempowering relationships with those things that you perceive that make up you and your world, you're going to have problems. So we have to address those relationships, clean them up, form them yeah. so you can remove those blocks so that you can actually say, you know what? I have a job and I'm getting paid, you know, $500,000 a year or more. I've got the most amazing car in the whole world, like Jefferson, you know, yeah. and, and relationships. And I have the most amazing ideal partner in my life or whatever it is you want to create. And you can do it by declaring it, but you've got to look at removing these blocks. That's the only problem. And also 
um, the, the faulty belief system that's been driving your life. And one of the best ways that I know of to transform an instilled, hardcore, hardwired belief is simply by creating something that opposes it, creating something that is in direct contrast. And when you produce that result, you can never convince yourself of that belief again, that disempowering belief, that lie. You can't believe it anymore. Why? Because you've got evidence saying otherwise. You know, you've got the proof. So now you can believe it. Seeing it is believing, and that's how you do it, is by producing that result. And the other thing, too, that was really amazing is how your work transformed. I mean, here you were, I mean, Jefferson, I'm just going to say that Jefferson's, you know, in real estate, it's very high pressure. It's very, you know, it's, if anybody out there knows about sales or real estate, you know what I'm talking about. And let's talk about how your relationship to your work is different now. Mine, Are you there? So, oh, there with, you are. <laughs> with work, with what no, I was, I was, I was like to get tongue tied. So I remember, I remember very explicitly with work before, you know, a lot of times when you work in a business that, you know, that you, when you uh, service the public, you service people directly, you come across different personality types all the time as you naturally would. And with that, no transaction, no property, no, no situations the same. Um, As with most jobs, each day can face different challenges. I can remember very, very vividly where, before learning the art of manifestation, every single transaction, every single client, everything was always high, high, high energy, but also high anxiety. Everything was this frantic push. If you can just imagine, you know, a room full of people running around, bumping in each other, throwing papers everywhere. All Wait, Jefferson, what about, that TV, what about that TV show? You know, the one I'm talking, the one that's like Beverly Hills oh, or something. Selling, selling Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good so it, example it was, of what it's it was like. like that, but even more intense because they, they tone it down. They tone it down. Sometimes it's even more intense than that. But, yes, a perfect example. People that have seen that show, that's exactly how it is, like Selling Sunset. And something that I remember was every time the phone rang, I'd always expect just the, oh, God, what's it going to be now? <laughs> that was always the mentality I had. Or, oh, God, what's, what's today going to bring? And so you always go with every transaction. You love the client, but you're always like, okay, I'm just ready for this one to be over with, only to go to the next one and the next one. Now, every transaction, every client, every experience that I have with, you know, with my work, it's all peaceful. I don't wake up in the morning thinking, okay, let me take a breather, because as soon as I pick up this phone, to be all hell breaks loose. Now... I check my email, no anxiety. I answer the phone, no anxiety. I go in the office, no anxiety. I meet with the client, no anxiety. There's this sense of knowing where a challenge comes up, clients got this, you know, this end of the world thing going on, and I can just look at them and say, okay, that's fine. Here's how we're going to fix that. And I'm not saying it just to make them feel good. I'm saying it because I believe it. I trust it because I know that I have the power to make that change. Whatever's going on that's not right, I can make it right. And something that 
you know, you learn with manifesting is that there is no such thing is as right or wrong. So there's no such thing as a bad day. There's no such thing as a wrong way. It's just more so perspective on how you're choosing to respond to it and what you're choosing to make it mean to you. I didn't let my work mean to me, oh, no, this is all falling apart, or oh, no, I, it's, it's a fire that has to be put out. It, it no longer was, was – I didn't regard it in that way. I saw things that came up as, okay, so we have to go back and renegotiate this. Not a problem. We'll do that. It'll work out the way that I want it to, and everyone will turn out satisfied. That attitude is something that's really big with manifesting because your attitude changes. My attitude with my work completely changed. Now, I mean, I always love what I do, but now I get excited because when something comes up, I just go, oh, this will be cool. Watch me turn this around. And sure enough, you know, between a phone call or an email or, you know, you know, going on site to meet with someone in person, by the time that's all said and done, I walk away and I have this sense of, yep, just like I said I would, it all worked itself out. That, yeah. that, to have that sense of peace and knowing with what you do, whether it be your job or your relationships, because it's affected all parts of my life in all the same ways, to have that sense of knowing and peace and to know that you have that power to make that change, that is the best feeling in the world. You literally can say, oh, I don't like how that's going. You know what? I can change that. Like, to have that power and to know that you can do that, it changes everything and how you approach everything and everyone and every situation. Because you no longer have this fear. You just go in knowing, oh, that doesn't look the way I wanted it. Eh, that's okay. Watch me change it. And you do. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it, you said something that was really interesting. You said your attitude. And, they, you know, people talk about attitude all the time. Even Wayne Dyer talks about, it's all about, you know, your attitude. Pick a, pick a, a good one. But, you know, even more specifically, attitude, let's break that down for a moment, is really your way of being. Who are you being? Are you being excited? Are you being nervous? Are you being anxious or are you being inspired? Are you being confident? Are you being insecure? You know, so it's really a matter of who you're being. And one of the things that, that, that we do in the, in the AOM system and uh, that Jefferson is referring to is really creating and consciously creating who, who you're being on, on a daily yeah. basis. And that's what, that's what you lead with. You know, it's really interesting. It's like now that we're talking about sales and everything, a lot of times people come from what drives them is their intention, Right. So you take a, we'll just take like a, a, a shoe salesperson or, you know, somebody who works on commission, drives them. What drives them is that sale. And that's not the way to approach it. Because nobody likes to be sold to. Nobody wants to be pushed to be given, giving their hard-earned money up. For what, right? It's like, we all have been there. We've all been sold to. We know that this person's agenda is to just get money from us, and nobody likes that feeling. But we've also been at a clothing store, or we've gotten some help from somebody, and what do they do? They come over, and they assist us, and they're being gracious, and they're being attentive, and they're being optimistic, and they're being excited. And they're, you know, they, they actually have a love for what they're doing. 
they're being inspired by what they're doing. And it's that way of being that allows us to get uh, excited ourselves and really open our minds and our hearts to what this person is trying to show us. Oh, really? I love this. This is great. What do you got? You know, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm open. Tell me what you've got. Show me your wares. Really? That's interesting. When you're being accommodating, you're listening to what that potential client or potential customer is, what their needs, their wants are. And when you feel like someone's hearing you and they're being attentive to your needs, then you want to work with them because you feel like you're being cared for. And that's what opens you up to the possibilities that they are presenting to you. And that's the problem that a lot of people have is they don't realize that their motivational factor is, you know, getting a sale, making money, and not who they're being. And when it's backwards, you know, and they have that, your intention is fine. You know, you have a job to do and you've got money to make. That Let that be in the background and let who you're being lead you. And this is why, you know, you, you've done so incredibly well in real estate is that you have created your, these trustworthy relationships with your clients. They trust you because of who you're being. You're being accommodating. You're being there. You're being at service as well. And that's, you know, that's phenomenal. And then your experience as well, because you're using the AOM and they get to benefit from the AOM as well, even though they don't even know what it is. And your experience of it gets to be so transformed. And now you get to dance through life and have fun with it. Everything's an opportunity to create something extraordinary. And this is who you're being in life now through using the steps of the AOM. So, you know, and it's been an incredible, incredible journey to hear all of your shares on a daily basis and I'm, you know that you're having all of these breakthroughs which is really extraordinary and what you know it's funny there was another um there was a really amazing thing too you had a, something else that happened was it was it the, the last thing that we talked about was about that that sale and how the the they wanted a certain price or whatever. You just named a price. You just said, this is the figure. This is what it's going to go for. This is what, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I had a, I have a client I'm, I'm working with right now and we were going back and forth and negotiating a price. And, and I, you know, some of it with the experience of doing any job, you always know, you know, what to expect in some regard. And I just remember, I had this moment where, you know, a thought came to my mind and I said, okay, I know I want to get this closed. And I also want to guide them to getting the best that they can for their money. What's going to make this work where everyone can win? And I said, you know what? I know what, this is the price it's going to be. And so I sent them an email. And I said, okay, I think that if we want to try to get this done, here's a really good middle ground that should satisfy everyone going with this price. And they didn't initially listen, which is fine. I said, no, I want to do something different. So they did something completely different. And so we spent about three weeks going back and forth. And so finally they came back and they said, you know what? Okay, we're going to try this one more time. I don't know where this number is coming from, but I think I just want to go in at this price. And it ended up being the one that I had told them in the, in the email three weeks prior. That number ended up being the exact number that the seller said, you know what? I'll take that. 
what was ironic is that that number, and it wasn't that the seller said yes to it. It was that knowing and that decision to say, okay, how do I want this outcome to be? This is what I want the outcome to be. And then you let everything around it shape and form itself, and that's what I did. I didn't focus on the how are we going to get there, how are we going to get this number to work. I just said this is a number that we have to aim for, and I allow the universe to put all the variables and people and places in, you know, in one room, in one pot, if you will, to all get to that point. And sure enough, where did we get to? That number. Next thing you know, we, we had an accepted offer. We went ahead and we opened up escrow. And everyone was satisfied. There was no uncertainty or doubt. No one came back saying, oh, I'm not sure. It was a sure, solid, you know, comfortable, confident move for everyone. It was that certainty, that assurity. And, you know, I keep saying it, but I'll say it again. That's one of the beautiful things about this manifesting system is you constantly are getting that assurity on the decisions that you make and the choices that you make and about those choices being the best for you and whatever intended outcome that you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and it's really great. It goes from hoping and wishing to just knowing that what you're creating, it will be. And then if a circumstance shows up that says, Oh no, we're going to take it in this direction. You just acknowledge that, you know, like when they came back and it was going back and forth a little bit, you acknowledge, okay, yeah, but that's great. We're going back and forth. But guess what? At the end of the day, it's going to be this number. So, you know, I know that. I'm just going to allow it to unfold and happen. And it did. You know, that knowing and being able to create from that place where you go, this is what I'm creating. And circumstances have no concluding say in your outcome. You can just look at them like they're passing by. And they're transient and they're moving and they're flowing. They are not rock solid. And that's why a lot of my clients say, oh, my God, I feel like I'm moving mountains. Because those circumstances seemed like unmovable mountains. And they start to realize that they can move those mountains because they're not solid. They're not concrete. And that with with the right approach, you can always transform your circumstances to align to what you are creating and what you truly desire. And that's what, you know, that's what a lot of people are missing. They allow their circumstances to tell them what's going on. Oh, it looks like uh, they don't want to buy this house for that price or whatever, right? Or this isn't working out. It looks like that. Okay. And then guess what? You start creating that. It's not working out. It's not working out. And the universe goes, okay, we hear you. That's what you want. Are you ordering it's not working out? Okay, no problem. We got one not working out coming up. Because you created that. You you took what the circumstance or what was happening outside of you, and you allowed that to tell you what was going on through your own interpretation of the circumstance. You created it. So this is really deep you stuff, you know, and manifesting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're just diving right in. <laughs> but this is, well, you know, really deep people stuff. Should know, one thing that people should know also is that when you're one of the, the, one of the many, because there's so many things, it's not just one great thing, it's many great things. 
when you learn how to manifest, you learn that it's not, it isn't just a one shot thing. You know, it's a constant evolving process that you not only get better at by the day, but that you also perfect, you know, just with each day and every experience, every interaction, uh, both with yourself, other people, everything that comes your way, things that go away from you, all of it is a part of a building block. And it just builds upon this experience that you have that gets stronger and stronger. I will tell people that anyone listening that if you've ever had these ideas or moments or beliefs that anything at all seems like it's virtually untouchable or not possible or there's a person or a thing or a place that's interfering with what you're trying to achieve, if you're looking for that thing that says, okay, how can I do that? this really comes down to that is you as an individual have the ability and the power to manifest the things that you want. Where I think a lot of individuals would hear that and say, okay, well, how, because it does sound, it does sound very magical. You know, that's the word I'll use. It does sound very magical. But the nice thing about this is there's really no gimmick to it. There's no, you know, there's no, nothing you're going to drink or throw into a pot and light on fire. It all really is rooted within you. It's this conscious choice that you say, I just want more of something, or I want, I want to change in this, or I want to experience that. And just to have that drive to want to do that, you're already 50% there to being able to do this and experience it and have it. It's all rooted in just the desire that you have an individual that eats and breathes and lives just like everyone else. Yeah. Listen, we're going to take a call, so I'm just going to – Hang in there, Jefferson. We're going to come back to you. Okay. So let's just take a call. And for all of you out there that don't have the call-in number, it's 516-387-1582. 516-387-1582. Okay, here we go. All right. Hello. Who's this? Hi. This is Jessica from New Jersey. Hi, Jessica from New Jersey. How are you? Oh, I'm having a little bit of a rough day today. I thought I would just tune in here. I am clearing out, or trying at least, to clear out the this uh, this these work papers and work writings that I've had for many years, and I'm to clear the way for new, but I've been working on this for a couple of weeks and I just can't get through some of the paperwork. Like I really, I just, um, I don't know. I feel like I can't be around any of it around anymore. I just want to clear the slate. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I can't figure out a ways to like repurpose it. So I'm just right. had to pack some up and put it in the closet again, but I'm just feeling so frustrated today. I don't know what to yeah. do about it because I just want to manifest more and more, but not on mm-hmm. top of the old. Well, it sounds like that you just, you feel, you, you know, you, you're being like overwhelmed by these, by this stuff that you have to deal with, correct? This paperwork? Yeah, that's what, that what it's I'm not hearing? even a lot of paperwork. I just don't have the mm-hmm. energy to keep going through it and trying to figure out how to repackage it up. Like it's just not mm-hmm. coming together. I definitely feel overwhelmed and it's exhausting. I'm exhausted today. Mhm. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that really makes a difference for t- transforming any any way of being, because that way of being, being overwhelmed or being stressed, c- 
clearly is not in alignment with the result of this task is handled easily, right? The two are incongruent. Yeah, yeah the two are incongruent. So we, we were talking earlier, I don't know if you heard, about the importance of who you're being and how that is going to produce your experiences and your outcomes. So if you're being overwhelmed and you're being stressed, this is not going to create ease and flow and productivity. So you want to, first of all, distinguish who you're being, you know, and as we just did. I'm being stressed. I'm being overwhelmed. Yeah. Then the second thing yeah. you want to do, which is what most people don't do, and I mean most people don't do, is resist it. That's what we do, right? We resist it. No, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be overwhelmed, you know? That's resistance. So the first thing you want to do is accept it and allow it to be. Stop making yourself in the situation wrong or bad and just accept it and say, you know what? I surrender. I'm being overwhelmed. I'm being being stressed. That's my distinction here. And now my next step is, I'm just going to allow it to be and be okay with it. Okay, that's a second step. So if you can fully just allow yourself to be, stop making it bad and wrong, and you can actually just accept it and surrender to that resistance that you're putting up, then you're ready for the next step. And that third step is all about creating a new way of being but you can't create this new way of being when there's resistance because what you resist will persist and you don't want that persistence so the only way to transform your way of being is not resisting and that means allowing and it means accepting which is not the same thing as agreeing Agreeing with being that way. It's accepting. So you allow yourself, give yourself a moment, you know. You might have to close your eyes and lay down for a second and just just be okay with those ways of being. What's interesting is it starts to disappear. And it creates a new space. And that's that third step where you can create a new possibility. And that new possible way of being for yourself may look like I'm just, I'm, I'm being uh, dedicated. I'm being uh, productive. I'm being inspired. I'm being, uh, you know, task oriented on purpose. Whatever it is that you want to create. Well, there's nothing there's no nothing you can there's no way you can go wrong with creating a way of being that actually is authentic and all of those examples are authentic and they work you know so that's that's what I would say to that try that and see what happens see what opens up but remember did you write down those three steps yeah i've been taking yeah. notes Okay. Yeah. yeah. So try I'm that. Just like, uh, yeah, that's helpful because um, 
it just goes into this whole thing of like, I, I can't stand this apartment. I want to move already. Like I can't stand mm-hmm. all this old furniture. It's all, it's like, and I, I've been through several waves of this over the last couple years because I've been, it's been a process getting ready to move and clearing mm-hmm. layers of old stuff. And, um, I'm just going to, like, I feel like crying now. Like, I'm just, I was having a conversation before the call, and I was like, I'm just going to go outside and let myself just be upset or just cry, just let the emotions out. Because I already tried the nap thing a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't try uh-huh. the, you didn't try the uh, acceptance, the non-resistance. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm, oh. I'm ready for that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go try just... that and let me know how yeah. it goes. And really do it, you know? Really, really do it. Not a little bit, but 100%. Stop making the, those ways of being bad and wrong. Give up that resistance. Okay. And accept it. And then let me know how it goes, okay? Thank you so much for okay. calling. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, uh-huh. thanks. Bye-bye. Dan, we're back with Jefferson. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, there you are. Really good. Yes, no. So, yeah, that's something yeah. that uh, if I if I can this caller that called in, she mentioned yeah. something that I think would Should be really that? awesome for people uh, yeah. is that so that her experience that she described, um, mm-hmm. I remember those experiences, having a lot mm-hmm. of those types of experiences, and a lot of us a lot of us had those sometimes consciously. Um, for you know, it's a blessing. She was able to really like see that there was something not the way she wanted to say, okay, I want to change this. And there's so mm-hmm. many that that have those things going on and they just don't even consciously, they're not even conscious about it. It's just this way of life and this way of existing that they have. I can remember that that she described being to a T, you know, an everyday thing, the sense of things are just off or you just feel like you need to change or you need to get rid of something or you need to bring in something new. And mm-hmm. Something that I learned with this this system of manifesting, you know, and really taking control of what your life should look like is that process of being the things that you want to receive. You know, like, okay, I'm upset in this moment, but I'm, I'm so upset I'm pushing against all the things that I want to have happen because I'm so angry or disappointed or fed up with how they are mm-hmm. right now. And mm-hmm. the... The, you know, this, the system of manifesting, it teaches you how to exist in this space and create that allows you to be open and receptive for those things to come in. So instead yeah. of you pushing back against them and you just end up in this place of where you're like, you know what, forget it. I'm mad. I'm upset. I hate this furniture. I'm just over it. You know what? I just, I'm done with it. And then you just walk away from it. Instead mm-hmm. of you getting that point where you just get defeated, you end up getting this sense of, okay, hey. I don't really like this furniture here, so you know what? I'm just going to create a space for something new to come in. It, it's, it's this thing that we all don't realize we need until we get it. You mm-hmm. don't even realize that you're missing that until you have it. And so when I listened to her saying that, it was that, that reflection of I remember that. And then to be where she is now to get to the point of being able to see that and say, ah, I don't like it. All right, let's shift this. It, it's powerful. It's that thing that you never knew you needed until you have it. And then when you have it, you go, how did I exist all this time without this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting, too, because, 
she had, you know, she was talking about how she tried to take a nap or kind of relax from it. But that's not yeah. the same thing as like accepting it. You know what I mean? And right. we do that. We right. do that. We go, I'm going to go take a break. And then we, you know, maybe I yes. come back and I feel like it. But that doesn't work because we're still resisting it. So if we could just stop making ourselves so bad and wrong and making the task at hand so bad and wrong, and we just go, you know what? It is what it is. It just is there. There's nothing bad or wrong about it. It's just, here's, you know, here's who I'm being, and here's the situation, and it's just there. And if I can just be okay with it and really give up that bad and wrong, I promise you the most amazing thing happens is that we end up actually wanting to do the very thing that we were resisting. That's the irony of it. We start to actually want to because all of a sudden all that pressure is gone. And then we just feel light and peaceful. And then suddenly that's when motivation can come in and that's when we can start to create, Oh, I'm being motivated or, Oh, I'm going to be productive. Oh, Oh. And then there's space opens up and it's in that space, that clean, clear space with no resistance where we are able to then create what we want. So it's a form of a block, of course, but you know, that was, that was really, really great. And, um, and I think it's a really important thing to distinguish that most people don't ever realize. They don't think about that, just like Jessica didn't. And she, she, she did what she thought and what most of us think is going to help, and it actually doesn't. So that's why yeah. I like, I, I repeat myself here, because I can't emphasize enough how this alone, just this thing we talked about with Jessica, can be the game changer this can yes. be the pivotal point so yes. we've got well, about 90 seconds very, yeah. we got just 90 seconds. the thing that we all go through every day we all go through yeah. it you know we all do oh i know i know but the fact that there are it's just a matter of understanding you know this is why i created that aom system for for everybody yes. including myself because it's just a matter of understanding these things and and it's all a breeze and it's so easy, you know, and everybody should have yes. this information at their fingertips. So I just want to thank you, Jefferson, for being my guest. we got about 30 seconds. It is seconds a pleasure. Left. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, all of you guys that listen. If I didn't get your call, please, you know, call in the next uh, show. And also come visit me, getyourlifenow.com, Sterling Meyer. And uh, thank you again. We'll see you next time, next Friday at the same time. Bye. The weird thing about this. Oh, I just, uh,